Welcome to the SpireCast, a bi-weekly podcast from Spire Workforce Solutions in Atlanta, Georgia. Leaving a big company can sound like somewhat of a Cinderella story. You work for a large outfit and make your way into the startup world and then you make a big difference, right? Well, it comes with quite a bit of trade-off that you may not think of from the very start of things. And Spire's founder, Mike, has actually a really interesting perspective from working for a large company with a national footprint and leaving to start something brand new. So here's Mike and Matt with a little bit more. talking about leaving big business should you leave should you not um i think this is a really good topic it it really depends to me on the candidate but um mike i think you can shed a lot of light on this uh since you've done it yourself so why don't you kind of start it off and we'll go from there well i came from a big company and obviously started spire about three years after that company experience but we've also both of us have placed people leaving big uh, companies, and I would say we want to define what a, a big company is. I think something where there's, um, you know, m- multiple layers of management. I think that to me means like it's a big company when you have managers managing managers, and then those folks that are being managed by either an executive or a vice president level. So, what the big difference that I saw coming from a, a big structured kind of bureaucracy, and I don't necessarily mean that in a pejorative. It's not a pejorative. It's not in a, in a demeaning way. I think it's just the levels of communication need to get, you know, elongated as the, as the bigger the, the company goes. But what I saw was you had swim lanes or you had a pretty defined job description. And when things went outside of that job description, you could lean on someone else. So what that meant was you got really good at a couple of things. Um, and then you could rely on your partners or, or folks within the organization to do things that maybe were out of your comfort zone. Now, fast forward three years later when I left that company and started Spire, I realized I was wearing every possible hat, but I wasn't going deep within the role. So to, to me, that was fun because I was learning something new every day. One day I was making sales calls. The next day I'm running payroll. Um, the next day I'm in meetings with compliance and the next day I'm recruiting. So uh, whereas if I were to work at a, a, a bigger firm, I would just be either selling or just running payroll or just in compliance meetings. So I think that's the biggest piece off the bat. But then going in that second layer is, as I mentioned, kind of going outside the job descriptions or coloring outside the lines or you know getting out of your swim lanes. A lot of people in bigger companies don't want to do that because they're afraid of the consequences. It just happened, you know, today, actually, on a call with a client. A gentleman took a job to, to leave a big company to go to a startup, and he was sitting in on a meeting. Long story short, he didn't speak up because he was afraid that that was outside of his job description, where it was a material uh, piece of information that he left or withheld from the conversation um, that could have affected the outcome of the meeting. And I think it, it goes back to him coming from that environment where he wasn't supposed to speak up because that wasn't, quote unquote, in his you know job description. Whereas me, if I'm in that meeting and I ha- understand the bigger picture as someone who started a company and has to move the ball forward, so to speak, I'm speaking up because it's material to the, to, to the conversation. So I think anyone making that change, going from big business to small or leaving you know an entrepreneurial environment and going into a bigger company, understand those two things are probably the biggest pieces that you'll have to adjust to. And um, it can take some time and some experience to figure out how to navigate it in both scenarios. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And and just wanted to add a few other things like pros of, of leaving big business, going to a smaller company, you get access to 
a lot of the inner workings and, and the back office, the front office, every single department you get exposure to. So now you get to see how a company works and, and how it functions. And I mean, all, all the way down to the payroll. That's what I got to see when I came here to Spire as well. Um, you know, P&L um, and, and marketing and everything that needs to go in to make a staffing firm work. Um, I got to see and I get exposed to and I wear uh, many hats as well. So the pro is I think you get you get exposed to how a business works. You you get a better understanding of it. Um, you see under the hood, I guess. But um, also there is that quicker growth. There is that exposure to even a CEO or a really great mentor uh, that you might not uh, be able to get at a big business. Um, and again, pro is ability to wear many hats. That's also a con to some people. They don't want to wear that many hats. So I think when you do come to that decision, do I go bigger company or do I go smaller company? You really got to work, look inward and say, what kind of person am I? Do I need to be in a um, in a lane and and stay in that lane and and be given instructions and told what to do? Um, and that's not a negative. Like don't don't think that I'm talking down upon that or or looking down upon that. Um, there, there are a lot of people that just need to be told what to do and go do it. Um, and there are others that they want to be able to swim outside of that lane. And so those folks that want to swim outside that lane, want to wear many hats, be challenged every day, different day, different challenge. I think that's where they strive in a, um, in a, in a smaller environment. So that, that's all that I would probably want to, um, add to that. Um, and then, and then, you know, that's why I think you, you have had success coming from a bigger company to a smaller company because the other, the other piece of that is, you know, adopting an owner's mentality and and it works. It goes both ways in a big company or a small company, you know, a small company, if you adopt an owner's mentality, you're going to be aligned with the outcomes of the business. You're going to, you're going to have a lot more visibility into the business and you're going to probably move up quicker um, or have more responsibility given to you quicker or uh, a bigger role within the organization. Um, but the same thing goes, if you have that owner's mentality and you're working for a fortune 500, so technically you have a, you know, board of directors mentality or shareholders mentality, you're going to move up too, because at the end of the day, that's what the outcomes are, are supposed to be aligned or that's what the, th- those outcomes are, you know, geared towards. So I think at the, at, you know, if you find yourself, um, liking structure, um, a startup for the most part is not probably for you. If you like to be more creative, um, you know, a startup's going to fall into that automatically. And again, it's not to say that you can't be creative in a bigger company, but you'll be forced to um, adapt and evolve in a smaller company quicker than you would because you just have you just have to. It's like kind of kind of like a survival um, mode with a smaller company. So, yeah, pros and cons. That that that's it. I mean, it is it is you can get anything you want if you take that the ownership mentality um, from a big company or small company. But I would definitely tell you that going to a small, be prepared to to kind of sink or swim for sure. Yeah, and it's not only on the candidate too to think about this. I think recruiters, either internal or agency, we need to make sure that we're asking these types of questions and listening uh, to folks when they start to maybe they. Maybe there's, maybe there's some things about their current role or current job that they don't like. Well, sometimes I'll pick up on that where it's like, uh, there's not enough training or there's not enough mentorship or there, you know, I just, I don't, I, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I'm not, re- no one really tells me what to do. Um, then if I've got a startup opportunity, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to send them there. Um, because obviously they need a structured environment. So as 
a recruiter or as an internal talent acquisition person, like we've got to be able to listen to that and pick up on that um, because that's where a lot of people tend to fail because they see the, oh, there's the keg and, and like really cool yeah. environment. I want to I wanna go work there. And then they get in there and they're like, oh, sink, you know? So um, I think it's, it's, also on our, it's also our job to listen to candidates and make sure that we're aligned with them and, and putting them in the right situations. The SpireCast is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Spire Workforce Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about Spire, how to work with a company like us, to find the right career path, or if you want to hire more effectively and strategically, visit our website at spireworkforcesolutions.com. Connect with Mike, Matt, and the rest of the team on LinkedIn, or drop us a line at 732-859-7708. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. You've been listening to The SpireCast.